0: You want to fight? Well, we're about to for 30 to 45
1: minutes anyway. Ask Me Anything, part three. Let's chat.
0: Welcome to the center cut,
1: kind of center chat, but not really. Still center chat. Ask Me Anything Part 3. We're still chatting in the center of our two episodes of last Wednesday and this Wednesday. That's true. Well, I'm Michael. And I'm Dave. And this is the third installment of our Ask Me Anything. Yeah, because we've done a lot of Outlander center chats.
0: We have. And it's kind of fitting because this is episode 101 of the podcast, and it's going to be like a 101 about Michael and David. Michael and David 101 cancel the podcast i hate that so much (laughs) but we have a lot of questions from people that follow us on social media which you should be doing
1: yeah you could have asked questions if you were on all those things we'll tell you more about them later but
0: now time to learn about us and our decisions our poor poor decisions Mm -hmm. david our first question comes to us from friend of the show logo maker cindy what is the first thing you would buy if you won a billion dollars She was going to say a million, but she knows that I would say that's not enough money to just be spending. You got to save that shit.
1: Accurate. She's very accurate in that. Mm
0: -hmm. One million is not enough.
1: So a billion dollars, huh? Well, you know, I mean, first the government's going to tax it probably like 30% or something. So we really only have like 700 million. Thanks, Joe Biden. But there, there are probably a lot of things I would do before I bought some stuff. Like, I'd pay off all my debt and the debt of my family members. I'd probably throw a bunch of money at my parents and tell them, like, retire now. Don't work anymore. You're old. Those don't count. What, what's yeah. the first thing you're going to buy, buy, buy? Does hiring people count? Kinda. Pseudo. Mm. You know what? I got it. Okay. I would buy the Tibaldi Fuller Nocturnus pen. Oh, okay. Now, what this pen is, is widely considered to be the world's most expensive pen. It was specifically designed with the golden ratio in mind you know that two components have a ratio of 1.618 making them mathematically more visually pleasing obviously it's also got like 950 black diamonds in it gold silver you know the works uh, it's only eight million dollars and i would use it to personally send written letters to all the people that have wronged me throughout my life to just like throw it in their face that i have a billion dollars now with a picture of you writing it with the pen yeah as well as, I guess, signing the resignation letter for my job because I'm rich now, bitches. Uh-huh. My
0: brother, Brian, who does the intro slash outro music, Shadow out Brian, we have a long standing deal that if either of us wins the lottery on a large amount like that, that we're going to split it 70 30. After taxes and after his cut, I'm down to like 300 million ish is what I would have. So I think that. Most people are not like you. They would not buy a pen. I think most people, the big three that they would buy is either a a mansion, b a fancy car, or c a lavish trip. I think those are th- kind of the three big things that
1: I a large mean, majority number would buy. number four, uh, sex. Okay, fine.
0: My mindset is definitely a the mansion, and it's not a, close. Sex. <laughs> I think it's abundantly clear that I'm not the fancy car type. I've never spent more than five thousand on a car, and most of the time, less than one thousand. I've never owned a vehicle less than at least fifteen years old.
1: I um, I got in a car accident a few weeks ago, and man, oh man, did I wish that I was you. Yeah, I was like, man, if this happened to Michael, he would have just like driven away, and not giving a shit. Exactly, because it like probably made it look better than it already did. Yeah,
0: so I, I just think vehicles are the worst investment, and I don't have the time or patience to want to keep it clean or whatever, and. At the end of the day, I'm a home-based guy. Like, even when I go on trips, I need to have that nice little sanctuary to come back to where I know where everything is. I can take my pants off and I'm comfortable. So before I planned any trips, which I would go on trips, I would need to get a new home and get myself situated. And then I'd plan the trips and buy, like, a 2010 Jeep or something. (laughs)
1: I, you do strike me as the type of person that would have a billion dollars and be driving a used car. 100%.
0: There's no, it's a horrible, horrible investment. Just because you have money doesn't mean you need to invest poorly.
1: Yeah, But just because you have money doesn't mean everything needs to be an investment. I disagree. In my mind, getting a nice car is investing in my happiness.
0: Well, I'm going to have a fancier house than you. You can have your sucky no,
1: you. No, you won't. We both know that's inaccurate. <laughs> Maybe,
0: but we'll see. We shall see, because we're
1: both going to be billionaires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, baby. Except after taxes, not even close. Yep. Thanks, Cindy. (laughs) Our next question is from at Damn Fine Witch, who is Jasmine from Damn Fine TV Podcast. We've been on many times talking about Twin Peaks and the like, and you should go check them out. They're great. If you were a household object, what would you be?
0: I put a lot of thought into this. Almost as much thought into this one as any of the questions. And (laughs) my answer is a candle for so many reasons.
1: Oh, why? I'm lit. No,
0: bad. I have a little thing that sticks out and if I'm if I'm on, you probably shouldn't touch it. When I get warm, I melt. Bad. Middle-aged ladies want me? Bad. When people have sexy time, they want me in the room? I never last as long as you expect me to. And you burn me to death over time. And
1: lastly, I smell good, damn it. I smell very good. Wow. That was uh that was that was all bad. I'd want to be a TV. It doesn't say what you'd want to be. It okay. It says what you would be. I would be a TV. I like to think that I'm entertaining. You might enjoy me after a long day. Most of the stuff in me is bad. <laughs> and there are most certainly better ways to spend your time than looking at me. So.
0: <laughs> TV. Hold on. I'm going to take my shirt off. One second. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs>
1: I'm a candle, man. I'm getting hot. Next
0: question is from Good Times Bad Movies Podcast. They sent us this over on
1: Instagram. Good podcast. Check out those guys. Who would play you guys in a biopic of your podcast? So for me, I'd love to say someone cool and attractive like Jeremy Renner or John Krasinski, but realistically, it would just be like a, a chubby comedian like Jack Black or Zach Galifianakis probably. Or Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, he's really white. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I swear too much to be Jim Gaffigan. But, mm, true, true. But yeah, for you, oh man, Steve Buscemi nailed it. <laughs> first, <laughs> no. first try. Got no. him. Got that's him, so Steve mean. Buscemi. That, that's so mean to me. To Steve Buscemi, I know. So to me. <laughs> this is a V great question,
0: David. And I think you would be played by either Patton Oswalt or Brendan Fraser for obvious reasons.
1: I actually went to a website that celebrity takes,
0: lookalikes.
1: Yeah, yeah, like takes an image of you and finds people that look like you and the highest ranked celebrity lookalike on uh, this list was Liberace. <laughs> so that's something. <laughs> Patton Oswald was second, and then uh, the go. president of Ukraine, Zelensky, was third. Wow. The
0: fact that I didn't do that and I picked out Patton Oswald means that I'm good at this game. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Well, here's the question. So, and now that I'm kind of thinking about it, because this is a podcast, we're in audio format. Mm-hmm. Should this have been, instead of someone that looks like us, should it have been someone that sounds like us instead?
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, if it was like about us podcasting, you'd think like the sound would be pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I also kind of felt like to me, an actor, a good actor, is probably gonna be able to pretty closely match our voice and our mannerisms and our comedy style. What is hard to match is what they look like. So I based it more off of looks and less off of their material. Fine.
0: Okay. Well, if it was audio, I probably would have went with Matthew Lillard because he played Shaggy from Scooby Doo and you do a good Shaggy impression. So thanks. Visually then for me. So you're Patton Oswalt, and I am... Well, does Ben Affleck have a much uglier little brother? Just like a fatter, dumpier, tired-looking Ben Affleck? I mean, there's a
1: bunch of Afflecks, so probably.
0: Okay. I'd be the eighth one. Realistically, you kind of touched on it at the top. Like, it would need to be like D-list actors. So the true answer is two people we've never heard of.
1: Yeah. I mean, accurate. It would be a get to get Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Next
0: question is from friend of the show, fellow podcaster, Kay, Cabin in the Woods. She did it. She's here. Kay asks, Snow Yeti or Bigfoot? Who would win in a fight?
1: Anecdotal descriptions of Bigfoot describe them as a bipedal, large, muscular creature, estimated height of around six to nine feet. With some descriptions, (laughs) this was insane to me. I was doing research. Some descriptions describe Bigfoot being as tall as 10 to 15 feet. If there was a fucking 15-foot Bigfoot running around, there's no way in hell he'd be able to hide anywhere. Correct. 15 feet? It's insane. And Bigfoot supposedly weighing upwards of 800 pounds, which I don't know if that's just the 15-foot Bigfoot, but (laughs) that's very large. A Yeti, uh, similarly a bipedal creature, but described as smaller, actually, an average of six feet and weighing only two to 400 pounds or so. But many depictions of the Yeti over time have depicted him or them with large, sharp teeth Mm. that the Bigfoot really doesn't have. Yeah. So it's kind of a toss up. You got this like shorter, scrappier, but like way more lethal Yeti compared to a big overpower you Bigfoot. If we assume that Bigfoot is 15 feet tall, he's no, There's, that, there's no not, way the Yeti can win that. Yeah, but we that's a,
0: a horrible. That's a piss poor assumption. There's no way he's that. If tall. Bigfoot is nine feet tall, he'd be three feet taller than Yeti. That's big. I hear your stats. I still, I don't think it's as big of a
1: difference as you're making it out to be. I mean, they're made up creatures, so they can be yeah, whatever you want. Yeah,
0: I them. just, I, I've just, I've always pictured the Yeti as just a snow version of a Sasquatch. Like, it's yeah, a bear, a polar agree. bear situation.
1: It's like, it's Bigfoot who lives in the in the snow.
0: Right. And And for me, I just, I think it takes more strength to be able to survive and thrive in extremely cold temperatures. Like, there's reason that people that deal with harsh winters are generally thought of as people you don't want to fuck with. Like, I could beat up a person from Miami nine times out of ten. Come at me, Pitbull. Everybody that lives where it's warm is weak. You know who needs to be in the heat of their mother's womb? Babies. You know what does awesome in the cold? Those cool penguins with the macaroni eyebrows? Case closed.
1: Yeti, all day long. Bigfoot would, I would guess, have to be smarter in order to avoid people in regular temperature land rather than Yeti who does not really need to try hard to avoid people. So the Bigfoot might also have some extra smarts. But yeah. All right, our next question comes from Cindy again. Do you want to fight? If Cindy is asking if I want to fight
0: her, then no. And if she's asking like just physical altercations in general, yes, I do, but only in theory. Like I would realistically mm-hmm. lose in a fight. I I was trying to think about it to like probably 30 to 40% of the world, most likely. If if you factor in that I'm slightly bigger than the average human, And there are plenty of disabled people that I could wreck.
1: Not by choice, obviously. 90% of men would beat you up and then like 20 to 30% of women. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But no disabled people. No disabled people and most children.
0: Yeah, right. And I mean, I'm sure there probably are some disabled people that could beat me. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, if somebody in a wheelchair rolled up and was like, yo, dog, I just fucked your mom in the butt and ate up all your ice cream, I'd have to beat them up. It's just street law, homie. And... I just I would never back down from a fight and I guess if she's asking just in general not physical altercations like do you want to fight or do you just want to settle then the answer is fight because
1: I don't give up ever Hmm, interesting
0: no either the snow yeti or Bigfoot would kick my ass fair point next question comes to us from Jasmine again damn fine witch how many gumballs can you fit in your mouth and I asked this question on the damn fine TV 100th episode ask me anything so Jasmine is just paying me back.
1: I did some math here. Also some science. I can fit four ounces of water in my mouth. How do I know? I filled my mouth with water and spit it out into a measuring cup. <laughs> science. <laughs> and once we convert the volume of that to uh, the the volume of what a one inch in diameter gumball, because that's, I, I think the average is what most people are considering is those one inch guys you get from the swirly gumball machines. Those are the types of gumballs I jam on. That comes out to 0.29 fluid ounces in volume that a gumball would hold. So divided out; that would be about 13.7 gumballs. But that's assuming there's no negative space in my mouth in between those gumballs, which obviously isn't the case. If we consider all the space in a cube around the sphere is also considered, then you're you're talking more towards the amount of like 1, uh, 0.4 fluid ounces or so. But I figured that's also not accurate because they wouldn't. The spheres wouldn't be stacked end to end. That, that would make no sense. They're not going to be like a, like a spherical Rubik's Cube in there. So I averaged out the two, and it came to about ten and a half gumballs. Okay. Well, I, like
0: you, didn't want to just guess and postulate. So I actually bought a bag of gumballs from the grocery store and tested it out. Double bubble official gumball machine refill size. The answer is 25, and I will take no further questions at this time. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I almost choked, too, because I started to roll down my throat. Thanks, Jazz. (laughs) Thanks. Another question from K. Coke, pop, soda, or tonic?
0: Okay, first of all, if somebody calls anything other than Coca-Cola Coke, they're an idiot. Go wash your brain out with soap because you are dumb. Agreed. Coke is just a type of soda.
1: Get out of here.
0: Thank you. Number two, I'm not really a big soda guy. I legitimately only drink water and coffee 99% of the time, and the coffee has to be after 2 p.m. I have weird rules. But to answer the question for the hell of it, The only answer, the only acceptable answer is soda. Pop is for Midwesterners. Tonic is seltzer, not soda. It's a completely different thing. Yeah, tonic is for mixed drinks. I did pull out a map, and it makes sense that the two regions that are generally more intelligent and wealthy, the two coasts, call it soda. It's the middle of the country that calls it pop. Smarter.
1: wiser. All
0: of that being said, though, I am kind of jealous of the people who grew up calling it pop because that just sounds cooler. Describes what the bubbles do in your throat instead of soda, which tells you nothing about
1: what you're putting in your body. And why why does it need to be a descriptor for what's going to happen in your body? Because I like onomatopoeia, baby. Pop is a type of music, not soda, not a drink. Get it out of here. Don't like it. Don't want it. Soda is the only acceptable answer. I'm with you, but we both live on the East Coast, so oh well. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kay's back again with dry rub or saucy barbecue. This is interesting because I think that Kay might be asking questions to try and triangulate our location. <laughs> <laughs> Kay knows where I live. That is true. Maybe she's trying to find me. Uh, so both, I like a good dry rub, but I, lo- I, lo- I just I fucking love wet meat, man. <laughs> It's got to be wet. It's got to have some kind of sauce, something for me to dip it in something. So even if it had a dry rub on it, I'd probably want something to dip it in. A garlic aioli, uh, something, something, something. I mean, I'm just going to have to go saucy. Is neither an option. You just want like straight up meat and nothing. I'm not really a huge barbecue guy. I don't know. I just, you know what it is? Like I feel like most
0: barbecue food has bones in it and you can only eat bone foods with your hands and it gets all sloppy and then my hands are all covered in shit and then i have to wash them but if i sniff my fingers real hard the smell still remains and i'm and i'm just not truly clean and it's it's just a whole lot of work when i could just eat a cheeseburger or a hot dog with peanut butter on it when i used to eat doritos as a teenager i would actually wear vinyl gloves so i didn't get the chip dust on my hands
1: oh my god you had no friends <laughs> none Absolutely none. (laughs) I gotta go put on my Dorito (laughs) glove. Oh, there's Doritos at this party? I can't have any. I didn't bring my Dorito glove. (laughs) If I had to pick,
0: I'd go sauce. I feel like it gives it more flavor. Plus, I don't like anything that involves the word rub,
1: okay? Center cut 101. Michael's a loser. Moving on. (laughs) At SLCJHC on Insta, friend of the show Sharon asks... What podcast did you do where you had certain ideas about it, then when you went back to watch the whole thing, you realized you were wrong about almost everything?
0: So the real answer is almost every movie or TV show ever. All the time. Everyone. I, I'd like to say we've gotten better as we've gone on, but I, I know that if that I don't think that's necessarily true. <laughs> I think we've actually gotten worse.
1: Yeah, there are sometimes, especially with guests, where like one of us will like kind of pull an out-of-left-field thing, and the guests will be like, I do not believe that you got that right. Yeah, I, I think we use too much logic sometimes yeah i think sometimes we just need to like shut off our brains and think like an idiot who was writing a movie would think mm-hmm. like what does the mass population want this to be yeah now the other tough part here is we don't go back and watch everything
0: in fact I- i'd venture to say we go back for less than half of them
1: yeah i would agree with that
0: and most of the time it's only because we're doing a subsequent season uh if it's a tv show
1: yeah we're always so busy watching stuff for other episodes that we rarely have time to go back and watch the middle of other stuff that we wanted to watch.
0: Yeah. So of the things we've actually gone back to watch, I would say probably Outlander season three or four. I feel like we did kind of decent in the first and second seasons, but that show gets harder to figure out as we go. And who knows? We probably just bombed season five,
1: too. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that one. I, I know it was recent, but the first thing that came to my mind when I read this question was the fact. That we didn't even know Jacosta was blind. Mm-hmm. How she was in a whole episode. Yep. And we didn't know she was blind. Mm-hmm. How is that? How does that even happen? Yeah. Because we're idiots. Know. That how? <laughs> that how? That how?
0: Hey, I have a question. Are you ready for a center commercial?
1: No. Cool. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you yet again by Athletic Greens AG One. You've heard the ads. You know we drink it. And you can, too. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, if you were counting all the things. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto,
0: keto... keto.
1: Keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, or like me, literally everything, it fits your diet. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you could do every single day to take great care of yourself. And it tastes tropical and delicious. Athletic Greens was created when the founder
0: experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. That's like $35,000 a year. Dude must have been rich. Well, we're not. So kudos to them for creating the solution and now sharing it with the world. It costs you less than $3 a day, easily cheaper than your Starbucks run. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. A cup of water. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. David, you know what else AG stands for? What? Astroglide. And you're going to need some when we shove all the things you can do as our listener up your (laughs) you-know-what.
1: Yeah, you can uh, hit up our social media. We're on all the things. Just like AG1 takes care of all the things in your body. We are on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. You can just search the center cut on everything, but Instagram and TikTok are the two that we focus the most on. And those are at the underscore center underscore cut.
0: Yes. And as always, if you want to send us an audio message or an email, centercutcast at gmail.com or podinbox.com slash the center cut.
1: We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. <laughs>
0: All right. Next question from friend of the show at Brit Ryan Baker on Instagram. If you could watch one show for the rest of the year, what do you pick? (laughs) I don't think
1: you're ready for this. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Lost. (laughs) Here's the reason why. Here, Here is the reason why. I have a podcast where we have to watch stuff that we've never seen and we can make entertaining podcasts for you to listen to. And if, I, if we had to pick one thing for the rest of the year, that means that I would not be able to watch anything else for our episodes. So if we did Lost, then you and I could probably make a series out of it, similar to how Damn Fine TV made a series out of Twin Peaks, and finish out the year so that we could pick up where we left off with other stuff at the end of the year. I like it. So not because I want to, but because it would be good for the podcast. You're welcome. Spoiler alert, I am not
0: picking Lost, and here's why just the rest of the year and i've already seen it 12 plus times so i think that would be silly i would Mm -hmm. rather watch something new and then i need something that's long so it will cover most of the time i don't want to pick a short show that's one season and i have to watch it a bunch of times friends yeah gross no never (laughs) i would never 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 do that so i'm gonna go with mad men it is probably the last prestige show that i have still yet to watch and it has ties to one of my top 10 shows of all time the sopranos with the creator matthew weiner so it's on the list, and, and this would be the best time to knock it out when I, when I can't watch anything else. It is
1: a period piece, which doesn't excite me,
0: but it gets referenced all the time for how great it is. So if not this year, I'll eventually watch Mad Men.
1: So that's something I've always kind of wanted to watch too, but never gotten around to it. So listeners, if you think that would make a good episode, you let us know. It's on the list then. Okay, perfect. Our next question comes from Jasmine again from Damn Fine TV. Choose between never being sweaty slash dirty again and never being able to watch Lost again. Dave, you have to guess what Michael will pick, and Michael has to give his answer. First and foremost, Jasmine, I love you, but you gave us a positive and a negative in yep. this question and asked a, a kind of an, an or statement, so you can't give Michael that kind of opportunity because you just gave him the opportunity to never be sweaty and also watch Lost, Yeah, and he's obviously going to choose that. Obviously. But we know what you meant. Yeah, we know what you meant. We know what you meant. So if we consider what you meant here, Michael would be basically choosing between never being dirty or sweaty again or now being unable to watch Lost. If right. you If you choose to be never dirty or sweaty again, it means you're never watching Lost again. And for me, as much as I think he loves Lost, and I do, I know he loves Lost, if I were to go back and count the number of times he talks about Lost... <laughs> And the number of times he's talked about being dirty or sweaty. I think being dirty or sweaty would eclipse the loss number by a long shot. But I also think that Michael is a relatively logical person. He's seen lost multiple times, enough times by this point, and he also has a pretty good memory, that he could probably just replay the whole show in his head anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's obviously going to pick, not being dirty or sweaty ever again. And while he's not watching Lost episodes, he can contemplate the fact that he never has to waste time taking a shower ever again.
0: Lost is my favorite show. Everybody knows this. But there are other great shows, and I would argue that its DNA is in so many other shows that I I can enjoy all the other Lost adjacent media that exists and do it dry. My dream. Just dry and fancy free, watching The Leftovers, Station 11, Severance. I got this. Easy.
1: I don't want to be sweaty and dirty. You nailed it, David. I knew that that was the right answer. Right answer. The only question I'm going to get right today. (laughs) Cindy asked another question here. If you were castrated in a terrible accident and medical science had advanced to allow for an implant for an animal penis, which would you pick? Assuming that all primates have become extinct due to an unforeseen monkey plague. So, first of all, I
0: love how Cindy has to clarify that we can't pick primate PP. Like, that would even be the top of our list.
1: Primate pp's are very small.
0: I also like David that you took some liberties and added the fact that it would be an animal penis implant when that's not actually part of the question. It just says allow for the implant from an animal, so we could be putting the whole animal down there if we wanted. Whole animal. <laughs> 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 know that we a would. Whereby yeah, dick
1: goes. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> I guess it comes down to whether we want to try to pick something that's as close to the real deal, or we just want
1: to go for novelty factor, right? Yeah. I mean, I. I took it a different route and I I decided which would be most pleasurable for my female companions. <laughs> well
0: maybe I did too. And maybe. I assume that since primates are off the table, we're probably mm-hmm. better off going for, for LOLs because I doubt that we'd find another matching pecker. Like I don't think there's many animals that have pe- penises that look just oh, like ours. It's,
1: it's gonna look just fucked.
0: Yeah. yeah so so we gotta sure. go for the novelty. And I also think it's going to be average in size. Like, we've had this conversation back in our center chat for Boogie Nights. I don't want to have to buy special pants, and I can't work from home forever. So it can only be slightly larger than my current situation. And I'm not going to pick, like, a mosquito dick either, because that would just be ridiculous.
1: Like, what's the point? Do mosquitoes even have penises? I'm sure they do.
0: I'm sure they do. So it has to be an animal that's roughly my size. And I guess I want it to be as close to the color of my skin too. Like I, I'm sure an elephant schlong would be cool, but I don't want this leathery gray thing swinging between my thighs, like like my dick's a young Benjamin Button and the rest That's of my body's true, normal. That's true, but
1: like the trunk, do you think it could like suck up water and stuff? You could drink with your dick. Can elephants drink with their dick? There's a good <laughs> question no one's asked ever. Can elephants drink with their dick? No. There's the precedence is no, for the fact that they can based on the fact that they could drink with their nose. Why can't they drink with their dick? I mean, I can drink with my nose and not my penis. Can you? Because if you try to drink with your nose, I think you would drown.
0: I mean, no, it would go in my wrong pipe, just like when I swallow water weird sometimes.
1: <laughs> just like when I do a bad job being a human.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so after more hours of research than I would like to admit, I have settled on an ostrich penis. Check it out when you get the chance, Nope, but maybe on a private tab so whoever uses your computer or mobile device next doesn't think you're a pervert. It straight up looks exactly like a tongue. And after all, David, you know me. I'm all for eating pussy, so it's the natural evolution. Yeah, baby. Ostrich penis. Lock it in. Interesting. Check it out.
1: Google it. Yeah, I will. I will. I actually didn't even need to Google this one because I already knew the answer. Easy. What is it? Easy. Dolphin, for sure. I've done a considerable amount of research into the dolphin penis we talked about them before. They're pretty wild. Lengthwise, it would actually be similar. What's a little different, though, is that it gets wider closer to the base. So the tip is only like a centimeter in girth, whereas the base can be up to five inches. So imagine that I just kind of like strapped a fleshy party hat onto my crotch. Wow. Yeah. Interesting, to say the least. But what was particularly intriguing to me about the dolphin penis that we did not talk about the last time we talked about dolphin penises is that they are prehensile meaning that they have full control of it as you would your hand. It can swivel, grab things like a hand. It can, you can move around the tip like a hand. So may not be able to get as deep in there because of the girth at the base. But when I'm in there, baby, boy, is it going to be fun.
0: Wow. Next question from at Shouting is Funny. Uh, they produce an audio drama called The Chronicles of Wild Hollow. Mm. So check that out. If you could be any talking animal, what would you be and why?
1: Yeah, horses are pretty cool. Dolphins would also kind of be cool, often referred to as the horse of the sea. So I I would, um, I think, I think we've talked about it before, but like being a horse and being like a free horse that you could just like roam through fields of gold and just be, you know, galloping about and have just a giant penis, like it's all good. Like a like it would just be cool to be a horse, I think, like if I could be guaranteed that I wasn't gonna be like become a pet and have people ride me, if I could just be free and majestic, that horse, okay, I don't think there are such things as talking
0: animals, so I'm not gonna answer the question <laughs> no You're an I, asshole. so if i'm just <laughs> if I'm just straight animal but can talk. I imagine that means I can also think and dream and compute like a person as well. Just just everything else is that in
1: person brain in horse. Okay. Because
0: otherwise, what the hell do I have to talk about? This carrot. Good. Like, that's dumb. I have no use for that.
1: So, I mean, I love how you assume that if you can talk, but you you can you talk like a caveman. Yeah. carrot good. Me (laughs) want. (laughs) Hey, person,
0: brain, 100 percent animal body. Yes. Which is different than when we answered our animal-man hybrid in our Witcher Season 2 Center chat. Correct. If I'm only animal, I can't be a turtle like I picked for that. I have to be a top predator so I can fight off other animals. So using that logic, I'm going to go wolf. Tigers and lions have to be where it's super hot, so no thanks. At least with a wolf, I can be chilling in a temperate area, but still wreck stuff. Wolf it is. I should have picked Bigfoot. What was I thinking? It's not an animal. That's an animal-man hybrid. You've already failed the question. Disagree.
1: How do you know it's an animal man hybrid? Just because like it stands on its hind legs?
0: Uh yeah. A lot of animals do that. No. no. Bears do that. No no. Yeah. Only sometimes. They do. Only sometimes. Bigfoot only stands on his feet. There's no other animal that only stands on its feet except for an ostrich. I'm I'm done with this. But
1: you picked I Okay.
0: Different question. Then then, That's then an ostrich the
1: shouldn't be flamingo. Fuck you. Birds don't count. Birds, Fuck you. don't count. Birds don't count. Birds don't count. Just make it up a rule. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. <laughs> All right. Our next question comes from Charlene, friend of the show. Who is a better friend, me or Cindy? This is the hardest center chat we've ever had now. If
0: you asked me this a year ago, I probably would have said Cindy. She made the logo for the show. She drew some stickers for us. She used to submit questions. Yep. But then her job changed, and now she doesn't even listen to the
1: show anymore. She doesn't even listen. We didn't sell, like, any stickers. So I blame Cindy for that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Charlene,
0: you have been listening to the podcast since day one and almost always listen on the day the episode comes out day if up, not in the first we few get days a text
1: like hey that was funny thanks
0: and you invited us to your baby shower where there were cool little soft pretzel bite things drizzled in cheese and bacon that looked like potatoes i was late to that and only got a few because i can't read clocks cindy hasn't invited us to shit
1: you're right i mean you're right when you're right you're right.
0: But I do get notifications every time Cindy posts something on Facebook, which is weird since her profile picture up until a couple days ago is Bobby Hill. And it's usually just
1: a picture of her daughter or some dumb political thing. I get notifications when you post on Cindy's posts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> explain that shit to me i don't get a notification when cindy posts i don't get us a notification when you post but when you comment on a cindy post notification weird fuck you facebook you know what i love but but
0: cindy did recently draw a picture of an elephant refusing to sit on amber Heard's face for me that's true it was good it's a tough call but if i'm going by right now charlin You win. You are the better friend. And when you maybe have your baby before this is even released, we release you from having to do anything because your baby is more important than us. See, we're good friends, too. But the answer is Charlene.
1: We are good friends. Yeah, I'm I'm also going to say Charlene just because I know that Cindy won't hear this for like at least a year. If not ever. If not ever. And if she does, I can just deny it. (laughs) Denial, (laughs) denial, denial. (laughs) Thanks, Char. Yeah, thanks.
0: (laughs) Next question is from old pal Courtney at enthused91 over on twitter
1: hey courtney hi courtney
0: she uh she states rather it's not even a question this is a demand i want to hear about michael being a father and how that's going david answer first
1: terribly he sent me a video of his son swearing the other day bad his son barely sleeps bad so because of that michael's always a cranky asshole his son still can't take care of himself babies am i right So Michael can never do any fun adult things with me. So it's going bad, Courtney, bad. (laughs) Uh, He wasn't swearing. He was saying fucks. He just can't say the (sighs) part. So he says, fuck,
0: fuck. So yes, it is a fair amount of work. But I don't think I'm as affected as a lot of people in terms of a lifestyle change because I already just like to stay home and have a scheduled time that I eat, sleep and poop, etc. So none of that was a change for me. It was just my life already. I do wear gloves when I change as poop diapers. Not as pee diapers, just as poop ones. Every time, I have to wear a glove, and I go through like 20 wipes each time. That butthole needs to be spotless.
1: Same type of gloves that you wear for Doritos? Same gloves. Yep. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know if this is too graphic for a podcast. We talked about animal penises for like thirty minutes before.
0: They never tell you about how annoying it is when the poop gets all up in those ball sack wrinkles. It's like, bro, unfurl your scrotum, please. Gross! Get it out of there.
1: Get it out of there. What's it doing <laughs> back there? What's it back doing back there? there? Back there. Why are your balls doing back there? Your balls are. <laughs> your balls are ahead of your, your, why your balls. What? Why are your balls back there? Up there. Why are why up your balls up back there? <laughs> yeah what are they doing why aren't they in front where they should be why are they back there but that's where the poop the poop just travels everywhere never mind i don't want kids he is
0: nearing what i think is the best age he, he's going to be to, and his language is just really starting to explode and, and he tries to repeat things you say which i love he is super stubborn his favorite things are hiding and being chased he loves dinosaurs books and coloring he is not afraid of the dark or any, really anything except my neighbor's dog nothing really was as bad as people made it out to be like I only had to clean shit off the wall once. And yeah, he cries and screams sometimes. But so do I and I'm an adult. It happens. There really have only been two things that have really sucked. A, this motherfucker hates sleeping like David said. So that hasn't been cool. And B, he actually did just break our 50 inch smart TV by hitting it with something last week. But <laughs> that can be replaced. He can't. I love him being a father's easy if you can't handle being a father, you are a loser. You probably can't handle anything, and you should just think long and hard about how pathetic you are and just man the hell up.
1: That's all. Yeah, after after what I've heard about your dad and the fact that you turned out, like, semi-normal, it's really hard to fuck up real bad. It is. Just, just cut it out. your dad did some crazy shit. Still does.
0: Still still does. does. Yeah, just quit being pathetic. Just be, be a dad. That's all. Give me a second, let me go put my seat in my wife. You've convinced me. And then we just need to we need to have a clip of Emily saying, "Why are the balls back there?
1: Why are the balls back there? <laughs> what are they doing back there?" Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Courtney, I hate you for making Michael be like sappy and shit. It's terrible. I hated every minute of it. Our next question is bound to be great because it's from Jasmine again at Damn Fine Witch from Damn Fine TV. What emoji bets describe you? <laughs> <laughs> what emoji best describes you on the day you record or in general i did
0: my due diligence and i looked through all of the emojis every single one of them i'm also like 19 updates behind on my iphone so i always ignore them and don't do it so you basically have like a smiley face at a poop. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have 2019 emojis so there's a few that i'm missing i went with the peach First and foremost, I yeah, have a, oh, a, yeah, a, okay. a fat juicy badonkadonk. okay? I own it. It's plump, it's round. I can fill out a pair of pants, all right? Number 2, I taste good. Number 3, I'm fuzzy. Number 4, I make a yeah. good pie. Number <laughs> 5, you can only have so much of me. I'm only good in small doses. Too much of me at once and you're like, "Fuck, peaches are the worst." Oh, I love peaches. Peaches are good, but only I in small jam doses. I
1: peaches all the time. <laughs> Stop saying you're going to jam things. I got make me feel fucking weird. jam a peach. Jam it, baby. You got to take the pit out first. If you're going to do that, though, you got to take the pit out first. Otherwise, yeah. you're not going far. Them's are the pits. Them's are the pits. Jasmine, I love this question. I think I'm the melting face. That's the one that's that's smiling whilst simultaneously melting into the earth as society sucks out the very matter that holds together its corporeal form, Or maybe it's just hot, but that also applies. So, melting face.
0: I know for a fact, because Ashley texted me the melting face recently in a text mm-hmm. to do a response to me. And I can't see it because I haven't updated my iPhone. I just see a question mark a box. One, it's not even one that's <laughs>
1: capable of being sent to Michael. Oh nope. my god. <laughs> I'm going to send that to you all the time now just so you can get question marks. Alright, next question
0: is from Kay. I don't know why I said that like I was
1: It's <laughs> from Kay. No,
0: I'm happy that this is from Kay.
1: Ever experienced something supernatural? One time the shoddy wall that Michael puts up behind him while we record fell while he was talking, so that was creepy. (laughs) But other than that, no. I wish that I could
0: say resoundingly yes. I I wish. But the closest thing I can think of, it was 2007. I was driving in my car with my girlfriend at the time and listening to my iPod. This was back when I had to have a phone and an iPod instead of all in one. The good old days. There weren't
1: even any emojis back then. Nope. You had to do colons and semicolons and parentheses. (laughs) Oh, I had to do colons, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. With a oh, ghost? No.
0: So I was listening to my iPod. Specifically, it was the song Everything is All Right by Motion City Soundtrack. Ooh, good song. Which features Patrick Stump of Fall Out Boy, on backup vocals. I like that song. I said aloud, man, this makes me want to listen to Fall Out Boy right now. And then, literally, right as I said that, within the second, my car stalled. Complete silence. I turned the key, started it back up. My iPod restarted on shuffle. The first song that started playing, Fall Out Boy. Now, number one, I had like thirteen thousand songs on my iPod and like forty of them were Fallout Boys. So one in three hundred something chance. But for my car to immediately die and restart the iPod right at that exact moment. That actually
1: it makes complete sense. Like that <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that happened at the end of every song on your iPod. It's like your That's your two hundred dollar car, like it finished a song, it was like time to die, and then you had to turn it back on.
0: A large majority of my life, my iPod has costed more than the vehicle I was driving it in. So Yeah, <laughs> see, so so point. that
1: uh, of that whole story you described, the car dying honestly like didn't even phase me in the slightest it's probably still like a one in
0: a million or one in a hundred million type deal of happening but yeah i would rather believe that there was a ghost in my car who really liked mid-2000s pop punk
1: all right our last question is a serious one serious time it's from cindy again cindy this is another reason why i like charlotte better i have always believed that i will die in a car crash on a tuesday how do you think you'll die and what day of the week will it be Tuesdays are
0: trash now. I used to love Tuesdays because from the summer of 2010 to the end of 2019, essentially, I went to bar trivia almost every single week with my friends. Then you had a child. No, then it ended because of COVID. But we had this inside joke that it always rains on Tuesdays. It's Tuesday, it's raining. So I actually tracked it for almost a full year once for like, it was like four to five years ago, and it rained 36 out of 42 Tuesdays or, or something ridiculous like that. All of this is to say, though, that, Cindy, yes, you probably will die on a Tuesday in a car by hydroplaning on the slick pavement. Final destination, you're dying on a Tuesday. I think I'm going to die on a Saturday. Up until like three months ago, my Saturdays were not like most people's Saturdays. I have been working on Saturdays basically almost every single Saturday from 17 to 35, just 18 years straight of always working on Saturdays. So I think it would be fitting if I died on one. And... At first, I was going to say heart attack just because I'm chubby, I'm super high strung, I eat sugar like I'm a nine-year-old. But then I remembered that I am also very clumsy and I have very bad luck. So I am probably going to die just like my car falling into a sinkhole or getting hit by a meteor or something. I'm finally going to be famous, but only because I died in, like, a one in a trillion type of way. Like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Scientists bring woolly mammoth back from extinction using a fossilized DNA strand, and it
1: breaks free and kills a local man. He's very dead. You basically Jurassic Parked it? Come on. Yep. So I'm going to die. I'm
0: going to die in a very insane way that nobody ever dies on a Saturday.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I don't have 20 minutes of backstory for mine. (laughs) I'll probably die getting humped by a bear on a Wednesday. As the weight of his muscular, hairy body slowly crushes my organs beyond function, I'll slip in and out of consciousness as his guttural grunts and roars start to sound vaguely like words. And finally, seconds before the end, I will be able to make out what the bear and God are trying to communicate to me. Hump day. And scene. You know what else is dying, David? (laughs) This episode, and, and on a Wednesday, in fact. I mean, ironic, hump day. Mm-hmm. We humped mm-hmm. this episode to, to death. death. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what else we want to hump to death? You. <laughs> our listeners.
0: <laughs> and what should our listeners be doing next week, David?
1: Yeah, so to make sure that we know exactly where you are so we can hump you, you should be coming to listen to our show. And then we could triangulate your position using questions just like Kate did today. Next week we are going to be discussing Hereditary, another scary movie with Chris Fafalius from What Hit Thunder and Punchline, the punk band.
0: Yes, he did midsummer <laughs> with us and this movie is directed
1: by the same guy, so we are going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. But you can also hit up our Instagram. We'll post a few of these questions too to see what your answers are, so just like we have in our our previous ask me anything. We want to hear what you would say to some of these too, so keep an eye out for that.
0: Yes, and as always, Remember, our opinions just like having a dolphin penis when you're going to be having sex with a woman vagina does not matter. Oh,
1: it absolutely matters.